Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Tiger Shulman Smithtown Podcast. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I'm back in my home recording space. Uh, this week I am joined by not one, but two of my furry co-hosts. Slade and his big sister Onyx are both sitting with me as I record. Uh, they're feeling a little snuggly after the big old walk that we just went on on this beautiful, beautiful day. So, as I'm talking today... Uh, we have just passed what would have been what was supposed to be this tremendous storm that was going to hit the East Coast. It was going to decimate New York State, uh, Hurricane Henry, or Henri, it was called. And uh, it's funny, there was all this stuff on the news from like Wednesday or Thursday of last week with how horrible this storm was going to be and, uh, you know, all the flooding, all the power outages, literally... On Friday, I was getting, you know, like you get the emergency notifications on your phone. I got seven <laughs> emergency notifications with the hurricane warnings on my phone on Friday with the warnings for the hurricane conditions over the weekend. And uh, it continued straight through Saturday. Was, I mean, it was actually kind of hysterical. On Friday night, I attended a wake. Um, whole long story there. But everybody was trying to be quiet for the service that was going on in the wake. And as it's quiet, you hear one phone go off with the emergency alert, and another phone goes off a moment later with the emergency alert. And then a few minutes later, another phone goes off just all around. Everybody's like shutting their phone off as fast as they can. It was really quite, quite, quite funny. So, of course, when it came to Sunday, where there was supposed to be this tremendous landfall, we were like, expecting something big like even my mother-in-law who lives in Colorado she called Mrs. Sensei and she was like you need to like batten down the hatches and do this and that and the other and you know make sure you're ready make sure you have food for a week you could be they say you might be without power for like two weeks now for some background here we've got some pretty big uh, we've got some pretty big uh, significance of storms in our lives uh, we we're supposed to originally close on our home on the day Hurricane Irene hit uh, <laughs> Long Island, and that obviously pushed things back. We got married the day before Hurricane Sandy. So, or actually now Superstorm Sandy, they qualified it as, but nonetheless. Uh, so hurricanes are something that are very, very, um, th they're very, very uh, significant in our lives. That's the word I was looking for. And uh, so it's also like, we know the drill, literally, the day of our wedding, I, we, we came back home after the wedding. I carried her over the threshold in her wedding dress. She g gave me a kiss, turned around and said, okay, get me out of this dress so we can hurricane-proof the house. And we did exactly that. So on Saturday, she's on the phone with her mom. And really, we weren't excessively worried. But we you know, still did the, the things that you should. We got, we got rid, rid of all the things that could have potentially blown away, brought them in the house or into the garage, just so that they wouldn't blow away. And then it was funny, like, my mother-in-law calling got Mrs. Sensei even a little, you know, she wasn't really worked up previously, but it got her a little worked up. Like, you know what, maybe should I cook the food that I have in, in the fridge so that way we have it and we can just, you know, heat it up some way somehow rather than the need to cook, you know, if we don't have power tomorrow. Like, she got a little, a little worked up, a, a little uh, nervous is probably the best word. And... You know, we continued to do prep work for a whole bunch of that. Like I said, our backyard was basically desolate. 
Uh, you know, <laughs> pretty much everything was taken out of it. Uh, la last night when I had to take the garbage out, I had to pull the cans out of the garage because we stuffed them into the garage instead of outside where they normally are. You know, anything that could have potentially flown away, it, it was it was taken in. You know, we made sure we, we had stuff to eat and all, all that. And there was all this preparation put into getting ready for this hurricane that made landfall. And it was basically a glorified rainstorm. It was actually kind of humorous how non non-defenseful Sunday was. There was some rain, um, not you know nothing super super intense, uh, nothing crazy or like mind-boggling. There was some wind, but nothing crazy or mind-boggling. At least here on Long Island, and uh, we were kind of like all oh, this hoopla for nothing. And sure enough, it, it, there was like. Nothing. I mean, even the next day, we had some rainstorms that I don't think were related to the hurricane, and they were more significant than the day before. It was a little crummy, a little windy, but even still, yesterday, at, uh, by the time I was going to the school in the afternoon, it was absolutely beautiful out. It, it, it rained again for a little while, maybe an hour in the middle of my day at the school, but it was absolutely beautiful for the remainder of the day. Nonetheless, it brings out a great point. That I, and it relates to a very martial arts quote that I'm going to get to in a moment. But nonetheless, it raises the better question as to what was all that preparation for? Like, why did we go and do all that work only to have it, like, you know, peter out and kind of be worth nothing? So I, I looked at it and I was like, you know, this is... It raises the great question, like, you know, why do we put work into stuff that might not happen, that, you know, we're taking our chances on? And it's funny, we do this as a society all the time. Think about insurance. You buy health insurance and life insurance and flood insurance and fire insurance and all this type of insurance that you buy just in case stuff happens. You don't get car insurance because you hope to total a car. It's exactly the opposite, as a matter of fact. You get insurance and hope to never have to use it. Like you hope to be your insurance company's favorite customer because you do nothing but pay them and never call to file a claim. That's what you hope for out of all of your insurance, quite honestly. I mean, you know, health insurance and dental insurance, maybe you use that for, you know, yearly checkups and stuff. But you hope to never do more than that. And again, it brings us back to why all the preparation for something that may never occur. And... It's why often when I talk about martial arts and I talk about it with people, you know, I talk about self-defense and how important it is and why it's one of the main focuses of my program. And people will say things like, oh, it's okay. I'm not worried about that. And, you know, they'll, they'll focus solely on the workout part of martial arts, which is not a bad thing, but I don't think it's a complete thing. I think if you were to take it seriously, and that's not to say that when I say take it seriously, you got to take it to some crazy, you know, competition level. When I say take it seriously, I'm, what I mean very simply is while you're training, train with a purpose. Train thinking about self-defense, thinking about doing things the right way. So if you needed to, if push came to shove, you could defend yourself. Now, th there's an old quote and I've seen it most recently credited to Bruce Lee. I'm pretty sure it's his. Uh, but it goes like this. A student said to his master, 
You teach me about fighting, but you talk about peace. How do you reconcile the two? The master replied, It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. I certainly agree with that statement. In other words, it's better to be prepared for the just-in-case. Because if you have all the preparation that you need for the just-in-case, and the just-in-case never comes, was that time a waste? I don't think so. And we don't look at money that we spend on, on flood insurance as a waste if we move out of a house and it never flooded. I don't think of it that way. I think it's like a security blanket. I think that's a great thing. I think it gives tremendous peace of mind. You know, it's funny, like, uh, where I live on Long Island, there's a barrier island down on the South Shore called Fire Island. And there's a bunch of different communities on Fire Island. And uh, the particular part that's close to us, uh, it's where that we would cross over the, ba- the Great South Bay. It's never more than about like 10 feet deep. Even at its deepest, it's not very, very deep. Um, more than 10 feet. I'm, I'm being a little conservative. But it's, it's so shallow that if you were on one of the ferries that takes you over to the other side of the, uh, to the barrier island, and that ferry were to sink, if you were standing on the top deck, you probably wouldn't be underwater, depending on where the tide is. Right? But while we're on there, there's life preservers all over. It's important that you know how to swim. Well, why? I mean, it's not like, you, like I said, you're probably not going to sink. And you're probably not going to be underwater. And you're not ever going to be so far away from land that even if you didn't know how to swim all that well, even if you were just kind of like a recreational in the pool swimmer, you could probably get yourself back to shore. But still, having the life preservers and knowing how to swim, in those cases, they're just there for your peace of mind. That's tremendous. You know, like, I was having a conversation a few weeks ago with uh, one of Mrs. Sensei's uncles. And Bruce is, uh, he's older, he's in his 60s, and uh, always been in real good shape. I think he might even be in his 70s. But, it, you know, I digress. Not super important for the story. But he's an older guy. Not like old, but older. Right? And uh, always been really, really active. Always. Uh, he's a guy who like loves to run. Running is his thing. And he's been very skinny for his whole life. And he runs all the time uh, in an effort to keep it that way. And, of course, as being very physically active and running for, de- for decades would do he's got you know some issues with his back and some issues with his knees and with his feet a little bit and you know nothing crazy but when you use anything a lot you're it's going to get a little beat up and he said this great quote to me i thought it was it was it was great he goes i look at all my friends around me who don't exercise and they're on blood thinners and they're on blood pressure medication and they're on heart medication and this medication and that medication. And he goes, and I'm not on medication. He goes, you know, I take a couple of vitamins and stuff like that just to help me do things. You know, I, I drink a couple of fruit juices or so forth just because they help me with the things that I do. And he goes, but all my friends, they're on pills for things that you'll die from. No one's ever died of a bad back or a bad knee or a bad foot. And I thought about it and I was like, wow, that's, 
It's kind of profound. You know, we spend so much of our life thinking about how to fix maladies. Well, why don't we just be proactive and work on them? See, to me, that's one of the greatest reasons to learn how to defend yourself. Because if it's in a great school, if it's done right, you're going to get a great workout as well. So, I mean, again, let, let's, let's kind of split these into two thoughts here. You know, why are we spending effort to learn how to defend ourselves? And why are we spending effort to get ourselves in shape if we're already in shape? So let's explore both of those. So we'll start with self-defense first. So why learn how to defend yourself if you're hoping that you never have to? Well, here's the thing. Studies show that people who know how to defend themselves usually never have to. But why? Is it because it's some kind of assault repellent? Of course not. Instead, you carry yourself with a level of confidence that most people don't. Think about it. If you were to walk into a bank, I pick a bank because it's the place I can think of where most people will stand in a line. Not so crazy or long of a line as an amusement park, but a pretty big line. And while you're standing in line on a, at a bank, you can kind of, I don't want to say size up the people, but you kind of can size up the people. You know who's in a great mood. You know who's having a great day. You can tell who's stressed to tears, who had a terrible night's sleep, who's grumpy for any other reason. You can tell all those things just by looking at those people without ever interacting with them. It's the same when it comes to self-defense. So why would you learn how to defend yourself if you're hoping you never have to. Because learning to defend yourself gives you a better chance of never having to. You know, it's funny. It's, it's one of those things that people don't often think about. But the way you what you project to the world is huge. It's tremendous. I mean, why is it that some kids in school deal with many more bullies trying them, and others deal with many fewer. It's just the confidence those people project. Why is it that, you know, some, some men deal with, uh, you know, other men coming and checking them socially, like, you know, uh, bullying their way past them, right? Some people deal with that in the workplace. Where I don't want to say like a bully, like in school, but, you know, they get a little bit, uh, you know, pushed aside by other people and others don't. Oh, it's simple. It's the confidence that person projects, the strength. That's why, to me, learning to defend yourself is such an important thing. It empowers you. When you know that you are strong, when you know that if push came to shove, you're not intimidated of what comes next after the push and shove, then it's much easier to project that confidence. It's much easier to stand up to those bullies if you're a kid. It's much easier to go into situations calm and confident with only strength showing on your face. I've talked before about how I believe learning to defend yourself changes your life and how self-defense can impact your life. But I think that the freedom that comes with knowing how to defend yourself, the confidence that comes with it, I think all of those benefits that come from never having to throw a punch or kick off the mat, I think that is worth every bit of time that you spend on the mat. We looked at time last week as an investment. 
Well, if you're investing in your self-confidence and your self-image and what you project to the world that can help deter attackers long before they even come close, then what better investment is there? See, and this was a perfect segue to spending time exercising, even if you're healthy. It's funny, there's a, an old quote I heard from one of the other senseis years ago, and I'm probably going to butcher it a little bit. But uh, people spend years of their life trying to grow their wealth, only to sacrifice their health. And then they spend the shorter years of their life spending that wealth to try to regain that health. Isn't that the truth? Right? What wouldn't we do for our health? Right? When we think about it that way, it's kind of crazy how flippant some people are with their health. Right? And I think that's such an important thing for us to remember. That if we are proactive with health, that if we're investing time in our health, we are investing in the most important thing we can. It's tremendous. It's huge. You, you'll, you can't get back lost years of your life. Use one of the most detrimental things to your health a person can do. Smoking. If a person smokes for a number of years, they've taken years off their life. They're never getting those back. They can go and they can do all sorts of great cardiovascular exercise and they'll recover some. They'll, they'll, but they'll never get back to... I've never smoked lungs. They'll never get back there because of how much work they did in the wrong direction. See, people will say things to me when it comes to, you know, me talking to a parent about coming to train and exercise and they're like, you know, I only got so much time with my kids. You only have so many hours with your kids, but you also only have so many years. Plus, what we have to, and, and that, that's a heavy thought, and it may come off as like a you know a hard push, but to me, I look at it from another angle as well, because I've had many strong role models in my life, and I'm great. I can be very proudly say that my parents were two of them. And I look at so many of the things that I learned from my parents, and most of what they taught me, they didn't sit down and teach me. I watched their example. This is why people tend to do things the same way as their, their mentors. I, re I remember years ago, my best friend Brendan, growing up as a kid, we used to play baseball all the time. And he idolized this pitcher who was on the Yankees for a while, uh, David Cohn. Loved David Cohn. Oh my gosh, did he love David Cohn. And it was all he could do to, to be like David Cohn. He started to throw the ball just like David Cohn, cut his hair like David Cohn. He was so into him. He, was, he really looked up to him. He thought he was a, a phenomenal pitcher. And he was very good. But nonetheless, Brendan started to emulate everything that he did. Well, who in this world do we love and respect more than our parents, especially when we're a small child? So what better example can you send to your children then, living a healthy life. How important taking care of themselves is. I don't think you can leave a better example. You know, you can teach them about reading. You can teach them about financial literacy and budgeting and how to treat people and all of that. 
But as I've talked about before, I've, I've talked about the, the, the numbered list, counting off the important numbers in your life. When you're counting off the most important thing in your life, health, you, you, you're number one. So by taking the time to exercise, by taking the time to learn how to defend yourself, you're showing your child that the care of yourself is a priority. It's also why, as a parent, you doing other things for your health is important. Right? Going to your doctors regularly, getting your regular checkups, going to the dentist regularly. Right? I think it's a great and important thing for kids to see the adults around them. Taking all aspects of their health, mental, physical, stress, you name it. If, they, if those adults show the kids in their lives that the, the adults take that stuff seriously, then that investment of time and money as well is well worth it. Because as much as you're investing in your own health and well-being, you're really making a huge investment in the future of your children. I know it's a deep and impactful thought, and again, it might sound kind of pushy, but again, look at your own life. Look at the things you say and you do and the way you do certain things. So many people do things in life because of their parents or in spite of them. Right? There are people of very, who are children of very obese people, very unhealthy people, who take their health very seriously because they learned from the negative example of their parents. The same can be true said for meek parents, people who weren't very uh, confident adults. Kids saw that, found a way to feel strong, empowered, and confident, and now they can carry themselves with the confidence their parents never did. But why would we want our kids to do the opposite of what we would do? Why wouldn't we just lead healthier lives in a way that's going to help both of us? Yeah, it's going to take a little bit of time away from the now, but it's going to make sure the time that I do spend with those children is of a high quality, that I'm going to be around in great health for a long time. And it's going to ensure that my kids know that taking care of themselves is a priority. And taking care of you is a priority. That's why it's okay to take the time and invest it in preparations for things that may never happen. Why work out when you're already skinny or in shape? Because you want to stay that way. Because you're not looking just for fitness. You're looking for longevity. Why invest time in learning how to defend yourself if you think you're never going to have to? Because you want to make sure that you're never going to have to. Because... The couple of times since I've trained in martial arts that I, I got in any kind of altercation, you might even call it, I was able to diffuse it very, very quickly. Even in high school, like just a couple, you know, very quickly, you know, a strike here, a little thing there, like we're talking to 10 seconds. So I trained all my life for these 10, 15 seconds. Yeah. To ensure that that 10 to 15 seconds wasn't hours and hours and hours of my life. Well worth it. Well worth it. Right? Like we talked about last week, time is an investment. Investment, in t- invest in taking care of you in every sense of the phrase. That's all I have for you guys today. As always, you can reach me via email, senseileonelli at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at sensei underscore leonelli. On Facebook, I'm sensei james leonelli. You can find my school at tsksmithtown.com. You can find us at uh, on Facebook, excuse me, at facebook.com slash Tiger Shulman Smithtown. On Twitter and Instagram, 
We are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. Uh, you can find out you can find out more about the Tiger Showman's organization as a whole at tsksmithtown.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at tssmithtownpodcast. Please make sure subscribe so you get new episodes every Wednesday. You don't miss a thing. Make sure that you guys like it. You leave ratings and reviews. Give me feedback. I'm I'm never shy to take feedback, and I'd always love to hear more about what you guys would love to hear. But most importantly, share the podcast. I try to talk about a bunch of different topics that are related to martial arts, and we all know some people who need to hear these things. Send it their way. Expand their mind a little bit. Give them a little bit of third-party advice, if you will. As always, guys, hope you guys have a great week. And until next time, I'll see you guys on the mat.